The digital nomad lifestyle is nothing new. It has become a popular lifestyle across generations. You've probably heard or read about quite a few examples by now. But how many digital nomad moms have you met? Here in this podcast, I want to debunk the notion that the digital nomad lifestyle is just for singles without kids. Plus, I share social media marketing tips in here too, because that is how I make money. And I'm convinced that almost everybody needs social media marketing nowadays. So tune in every Friday for a new episode. Hello and welcome to this new episode of the Digital Nomad Mom podcast. This show is all about debunking the digital nomad lifestyle and we are here to show you that it's clearly possible even if you have your kids in tow. So today I am joined by Sarah Tyler and we just figured out our time zones and uh, uh, met here on Zoom. Uh, it's always a, a struggle and a, a little bit of a challenge to get people into this <clears throat> Zoom meeting, excuse me, because when you do a podcast uh, about the digital nomad lifestyle, it's clear that your guests are all over the world. So, <clears throat> Excuse me. So, Sarah, you're in uh, Mexico, New mm -hmm. Mexico. No, Mexico. Mexico. Old Mexico. Old Mexico. Old Mexico. <laughs> Don't worry. I thought you were in Bali. So, and you're, you're not, I'm in Bali. So. <laughs> not clear. I'm in Thailand. You're in Mexico. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for being my guest today. <laughs> of course. I'm happy to. Perfect. We are uh, discussing today a little bit how, well, first of all, we want to hear all about your story, um, what this entails, and since when you're a digital nomad mom, and then uh, tell us a little bit about uh, how you sustain your lifestyle. But uh, yeah, I hand over and just okay. give, a, give a brief intro. Well, basically I started, first I started working online. So I, I already lived in Mexico when I don't even remember how, but just one day I got the option to work online teaching English when I was working in a school. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can make like $10 an hour. That for me was the most money in the world compared to what I was making locally. Okay. So that happened first. And I started to work online when I kind of realized Oh, wait, I can, I don't have to actually be here. Like I can go places. <laughs> and I think it took two weeks before I was off to El Salvador and Central America. <laughs> and I was like, no way, like okay. I um, used to just work like two or three days a week, but really long days. And then have the other days to explore to mm -hmm. travel. Nice. And that was back then you were already a mom or was that before your mom? No, that was before that was in 2014 okay okay and um so and ever since you're roaming the world and then on the way you met your hubby <laughs> uh <laughs> this funny story not, not too funny but i went backpacking down to panama on my summer break from being a teacher I went backpacking and i actually met my ex-husband okay so <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a great decision. But so I was down in El Salvador and Nicaragua for a couple of years. And okay. I was living there. And I was still working online. I was still working online. I was creating lesson plans mm -hmm. because the internet was so bad there. I always failed my IT test. Oh, okay. 
so they they eventually said you you need to stop working for them or no they i just i just was lucky that i was writing the lesson plan so i was able to just be a writer for a couple of years okay because we were paying i mean i want to say 75 dollars a month for two megabytes of internet it was very expensive wow very slow uh-huh wow oh gosh that has changed because i remember when i traveled central uh and south america the internet was actually quite good i mean mm -hmm. that is only a few years later <clears throat> when was i, I think it depends so much on where the area because even yeah. here in mexico hmm. i mean this is my fourth time in veracruz and sometimes i have great internet and other times I'm calling constantly like less than one megabyte when it's 50 megabytes. Oh. It depends a lot. Yeah. Where you are. Okay. Let's talk a little bit um, about the business side then, because yeah, well, you're an online, you were an online teacher and, uh, and then you developed, I think a lot of different income streams and businesses. And um, yeah, let's talk a little bit about that and, what you're actually or what you have been doing while you were traveling yeah so i think when i failed the i mean i failed the it test all the time when i worked for i was i tutor group i one time a dog barked and it wasn't even my dog it was a neighbor's dog and i failed <laughs> the it test so i failed all the time and i think that just made me really paranoid in terms of you have to have so many different income streams mm-hmm you know, I didn't want to be put in a situation where, where I was desperate for work. So mm -hmm. I really, I would say from that point, I started to work and always have different jobs. So I branched out on my own and I was teaching Spanish online, but I made sure I still had, you know, my job writing lesson plans, mm -hmm. but I always wanted to have just different backup. Yeah. You never know. I, I mean, I've seen companies disappear. <laughs> not pay or you know there's something happens to the economy in one country and all of a sudden there's no students so it just made me really paranoid no that's and, i think that's a very smart thing to to do and to have and that's what i always advise my my student or not sorry, my client my clients in my coaching mm -hmm. programs uh, i always tell them well if you can and have different you know skills and and ideas or that, that's always better to have your eggs in different baskets yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely because you don't really know if you're working for an online company you really don't know what's going on yeah you're, no. you're not there you just you're very isolated and so just when they disappear and decide not to pay anybody, mm. there's really no recourse. What are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. And I think especially now people are, are understanding it a lot more now during the worldwide pandemic and, you know, how, yeah, from one day to the next, the businesses disappeared offline or online uh, or online. It doesn't matter. I mean, you really cannot rely on, on your one employer and um yeah so this has been a, a mind shifting for many people the past couple of years so um cool and but i know that you're now today you're you're based in in mexico you still like to go on trips and you still mm -hmm. like um 
you work online, you have your online businesses. Now you have established yourself as a, a business owner. Okay, let's talk about a little bit more about that. So basically, I, I wanted to be more set up with the passive income earlier. Mm. You know, that was my plan when I was pregnant with my second daughter. I really, I remember pushing it, but I also remember being very tired. <laughs> I was just tired all the time. You know, I just slept yeah, a lot. Being a mom. <laughs> it's just, I was exhausted. And I remember just really wanting to have that set up. And then my daughter was born last year in January. Okay. And you know, six weeks later, I'm going to get her, her American passport and birth certificate and COVID happened that weekend oh, and wow. we got stranded. So mm. we just, it just happened so quick. And all of a sudden, you know, there's no school. My other daughter's home. She has ADHD really, really severely and will not do online classes. So it was very stressful. Wow. And I, Feel like I didn't really get my passive income to where I wanted it until November of last year. Okay. But I'm very happy that I did because for me, I sell, I'm not teaching anymore. So I take all the materials I already have made. They're already on Google drive and I sell them to other teachers and I have some courses on Udemy. So I'm able to just take things I already had and repurpose them. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, it, we could live off of the money that I make from it. We wouldn't live very well, mm. but we would live, right? And it's growing. So it just gave me the opportunity to really take a step back from classes because all of a sudden everybody was teaching online. Yeah. <laughs> it was very overwhelming. Mm. And the parents were angry and the kids were, were frustrated and a little depressed or a little more each week. Mm -hmm. It wasn't enjoyable in the way it was before COVID. So I decided to just start helping people publish books because I had been doing that for years already. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that is very easy for me. I mm -hmm. enjoy it. Okay. That's good. Yeah. And it's, uh, I think this is a, is a great example of how, well, A, being an online entrepreneur and um, and also having the mindset of you know staying flexible and adjusting okay. your your work and your um, yeah your your job your career to the the current situations and also set, being honest with yourself okay I not I don't want to keep doing what I've been doing it's not going to work it doesn't fit the lifestyle that doesn't lift the um, fit the situation and then coming up with ideas of how you still can make it you know this is uh, I think this is a very oh yeah you have a, a talent there I'd say because some some people would probably say oh okay I'm teaching uh, I I don't see any more options I get this so so often mm -hmm. you know All people right. come to me and say you know I can do this one thing and then I say no I'm I'm pretty sure you can do a million other things too but you're just not seeing it you don't and that I mean I don't blame them because sometimes when you're so stuck in your in your in your bubble or in your world and then you 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 have been doing something for such a long time then it's really hard to identify those other areas that you're good at and and just making something out of it i mean identifying is one thing and then but also making then plan. Yeah, transforming it into something so yeah wow that's really cool 
And this is, uh, I hope this gives the listeners also some inspiration because it, you, yeah, you can always, always evolve your, your business and your career online, which is really wonderful. This is why I love also, um, yeah, being in this world, like having an online business. And, you know, I, I, I sometimes design a product or a, a service stream and then I, I, I try it out and then I, I notice, ah, oh, it's not, it's not what I wanted. It's not how mm -hmm. it doesn't feel good. Okay. Chick, chick, and then uh, it's, it's right. gone. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so wonderful. I actually, you know, I saw, I don't remember what the name of it was, but I was on Instagram one morning because I try to work at night because of, having my kids at home and my mother-in-law counts as two extra kids. I've decided she, <laughs> she just counts as two. So I try to work overnight because it's quiet. Yes. And one morning I found this, this service. I don't even know what it was. It was on Instagram and it was a expat. It was like an expat page that helped expats market the skills that they had like obtained from being an ex expat. Ah. And I had never thought about that. And I didn't, I mean, I didn't really do it. I didn't do any business with this company, but it just got me thinking, mm -hmm. wow, you really do get a lot of, you know, problem solving skills, a lot of, oh yeah, you, know, you get a lot of things, but we never think of, well, that's marketable. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I mean, quite honestly, um, it, it never really occurred to me either that, the lifestyle that I'm living is something mm -hmm. that others aspire, but they don't know how to do it. Uh, and that's why they're calling me, you know? And then this is, and I said, okay, I need to put a label on it. It's a digital nomad coach, right? So when mm -hmm. people want to become a digital nomad, they can get help with it. But it, it took me years because, I, yeah, I also did not really see the opportunity there. I was always individual, uh, individually responding to questions, you know, when, when people reached and out, friends, right? friends, or not yeah, even network. Yes, exactly. And then I thought, okay, I have my, my travel blog, I can refer them there, there's this blog post you can read. But then I never and then after I thought, okay, this is really a great coaching. Um, yeah, it's very topic. personal, right? It's it very individual you have to do, it it depends so much on some people are very attached to their things they don't want to leave their things or yes. you know changing their job it depends on their how comfort they are how comfortable comfortable they are with technology yeah there's a lot of different things if they're they have the self-discipline i think the yeah. self-discipline probably is the hardest thing for people yeah it I think it's it depends on every individual and uh, and their life situations. That's why it's so so difficult to say, okay, read this book or read this uh, or make the, take this online course. Like with a coach, you can really sit down. Okay, what? Who are you? And what is your current situation? And what is your vision and goals um, towards it? That lifestyle. So yeah, it's <laughs> quite funny. And uh, but. That's why I say, I mean, sometimes it takes a while or it's, it takes a person who, who points you into this direction to, so that you realize you, there's so much you can exploit from your skills and um, not just teaching online and like yeah. being a VA, right? Everybody yeah. kind of goes towards those and, and most jobs. I mean, there's not a lot, a lot of jobs these days that you have to go in person for most things can be recreated online. Yeah. 
Exactly. For example, like this is a very unique example as well. Uh, one of my my clients, she is a front office manager in, in hotels, mm -hmm. front desk manager. And um, she's been doing that for the past, yeah, I think 10 years. And then the pandemics uh, happened and she, she said, okay, so the my my day job is basically dead uh, yeah. i need to come up with something something new and i know there will be a time after covid and i'm really passionate about this job i want to go back uh, to it but in the meantime i would like to help others to create you know first of all the knowledge the the skill set and everything that mm -hmm. i already know and now she has a blog she has a website where she uh, talks about nothing else but the you know, all those topics that are related to that job and career. The customer service? Has, uh, in a hotel, like the front desk um, okay. receptionist job, basically. And uh, and helping people getting into this career stream a lot easier and how you get promoted and how you do it when you want to live abroad and, you know, all these topics. And, and I was like, wow, this is brilliant. You know, this is so great. And and she she now even creates a course around it and has uh, her one-on-one -on -one uh, coaching business and so this was so fun uh, working with her because she had this tiny idea she said this is who I am this is what I have on offer and I said let's make a business out of it you know um, anything yeah anything, anything. So neat. yeah amazing um, let's talk a little bit about uh, what's your what's your favorite part of being uh, location independent or being a digital nomad um, mom in general? Um, I would say the freedom. The freedom? I would say the freedom of, you know, my partner, he really has a lot of family obligations. <laughs> okay. I mean, he just has a big family. He's always, there's something every week, right? And he gets very stressed and he's always stressed and tired and like, oh, I have to go help this person. I have to help this person. And I'm like, oh, let's just go to the beach. You know, I don't feel the family obligation like he does because mm. mm. he feels it in a way that it's, it's a burden. It's not necessarily yeah. social and fun. And I like that. I do. I would be lying if I didn't say that the opportunity that you get living in a foreign country is different, right? Mm. Every time I've come to Veracruz, I get a phone call right away from the American school. Hey, do you want to teach for us? No, I'm good. But I like having that, right? Like I like knowing I always have that safety net mm. in a way because there's no welfare here. There's no food stamps. There's no help. But I know I will always be able to get a job. Yeah. So there is a benefit to that. Um, and just as a foreigner, you are, I feel like you're much safer than a local person. Hmm. in terms of just living. Uh, I've never have personally had a problem. I've always felt a little more protected being a foreigner. So I would be lying to say that those weren't benefits, I guess, of hmm. living abroad. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, um, I think freedom is something that resonates with most of, uh, most of the people who are also looking for this lifestyle or who already tasted the the lifestyle and the flexibility and yeah um like i i always repeat myself in in on this show but i think it's also nice to just try it out once you know and if you if you don't like it you can always go back 
Two year old. Do you know someone who hasn't liked it though? I've never met someone who's been um, like, I didn't like that. <laughs> To be honest, I met once uh, one uh-huh. one one person, and she uh, she tried it out for three years, and uh, and then she said, "I'm sick and tired of living out of my bag. I want something stable. I want my home." But looking at her case, I call it case, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she she clearly she she did the the rookie mistake of moving too fast and moving on a constant basis so she was literally traveling around the world three three years nonstop. and it was like when i when i met her she was so exhausted uh, i was still i was in my first year and I, w- I was excited and i said oh yeah let's go together to machu picchu and whatnot and she's like mm-hmm no way i need one day in that hostel i just want to watch next netflix and nothing i was like what one day you know, you know, what, what, what are we doing here <laughs> i can relate to that though it does get no absolutely it's, like that. it's draining we lived in 20 airbnbs last year because we we were like they're just gonna open up like we were stuck in playa del carmen and i said embassies are gonna open up let's just stay and then every month went by and we had to keep changing and finally, I was like, let's just go home, you know? Yeah. But it was exhausting to change your residence that much. Yeah. And that's, a, that's why I also always advise people. Yes, it's cool to travel and see new places and go whenever you want. And I did it the first year as well. I really mm-hmm. literally on a almost daily basis, I, I packed my backpack and, and went to a new destination. But it's not something sustainable, not so, something that you should be doing for a long, long time because it really gets very exhausting. It's not, and that, that's not kids. well. And then when you have kids, especially, don't do that <laughs> yeah. with your kids. And then it also it misses the point because what what do you get out of the experience when you always you're right. always one step ahead and thinking, okay, my next destination, where do I sleep? How do I get there? So you're completely not in the place mm-hmm. where you where you're currently at physically. So yeah. Absolutely. Um, that's the only example that I can think of. And she, she made it the wrong way, I'd say. So, <laughs> so if you, if, but if you, if you find a pace and if you find something, you know, um, uh, even also try out uh, different rhythms. Like if you say, okay, I want to try stay in one place for two or three months. And if that's even too quick, you do too. I have like a biological clock and my clock is, I don't, I said my husband, we've only, we've, almost been here two months he said yeah I know yeah. I can feel it I start to get antsy antsy again and then you go yes yeah, see and some people need uh one month six months whatever suits your individual lifestyle and needs right so yeah absolutely okay cool it was so much fun talking to you and uh, thanks again for taking the time sharing a little bit of uh your world and your experience if people want to uh get to know more about you where can they find you um, they can find me uh, on my website so or on social media, Sarah Tyler. Okay. I, uh, I would prefer LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my baby right now. I'm loving LinkedIn. Okay. And I love to keep Facebook just for fun, stupid jokes and memes and stuff like that. Cool. Um, we should, uh, just a spontaneous idea, we should do a live in uh, my Facebook group uh, on, on Saturdays. I always have Social Saturday where I talk about a social media tip or platform, whatever. If, you, if you're open for it, we could do a social media uh, live interview about, about uh, LinkedIn. 
Absolutely. I'm, I'm Pinterest and LinkedIn are the ones that I get. Yay. That's fun. I don't get Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Many, many don't. (laughs) It has become a lot more difficult. I am learning. I will say I'm learning LinkedIn. Um, To be honest, I did not get LinkedIn before. And Mm. the last couple of weeks, I've been putting a lot of effort into it. And the more I understand it, the less boring it is. It's with every platform. I'm I'm promising this. I mean, I have so many people defining or finding their their social platform. And then once you decide for one, go for it 100%, learn it, the ins and outs, and then you will see the results. And then, yeah, and then it becomes your playground, your, or your office, you know, and it, it, you're so much more comfortable but uh most people they spread themselves very thin they're oh, everywhere and then you cannot it's just not gonna work it's uh, impossible so you're doing really great focusing on one and then maybe you move on to the next uh well, i didn't know um about linkedin i didn't know a lot of things that i learned in the last couple of weeks with regards to they're really pushing content creation mm-hmm. it's boring yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's boring that is that's the only way to say it but they're really pushing content creation so if you're a person that's doing your own videos or making anything hmm. they're actually doing a manual review they're picking it up and putting it in an algorithm to get it out to everyone so they're really promoting people that create content because nobody does and that for me was like oh yes yes i, I love creating content i have content right that's- Oh, that's, I didn't know that. Yeah, same here. I, I didn't know that. I, I mean, everyone thinks LinkedIn is more for, you know, finding a job and uh, connecting. And that's what I thought it was. I thought it was a digital resume. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. Okay, let's talk about this in my Facebook group, the Thriving Digital Nomad Families. And thanks so much for your time. Thanks for listening, everyone. This was it from today's episode. Uh, stay tuned for the next one, which will be out next week. And yeah, have a lovely evening there in Mexico. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you later. Bye. Bye-bye.